Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Um, good evening, gents. Um, this is Kings in Faith. You're listening to Terence right now, and I'm here with my brothers. Jermaine. And? Jason. Yes, welcome, Kings. Welcome, Kings. These guys are my Kings, and they're also my brothers. Um, today is Wednesday, 24th. We're here together to discuss topics about life, topics that can uplift us, encourage us, and inspire us. A discussion between three gentlemen who have been brought together in Christ, through Christ, to be an inspiration because of Christ. We are built on purpose, for a purpose. And we know that each and every one of you listening to this as well is in the same position, or would like to be in line with that position at least. Um, the topic that we're going to be discussing today is peace of mind. Um, and when I talk about peace of mind, I'm talking about having a peace that no matter what is going on in the world around you, no matter what is happening, you have the peace of mind to respond accordingly, not influenced by what's going on, but determined and respond according to the stillness that you have inside you. Um, kind of given my definition already away, but we're going to go into that even more deeper. So we're going to look into what is what peace of mind meets each of us, what are the challenges of peace of mind, and the actions to take um, on a practical level to incorporate a peace of mind in our daily lives. Um, and be prepared for this because we are going to go deep. And when I mean deep, we're going to look on the foundation of our word. Um, the Bible to guide us in determining peace of mind. But before we go into all of that, we're going to go with our usual procedure and we're going to go into a quick prayer. So just ask all of you, just close your eyes whilst we just pray one, one right now. Okay, Heavenly Father, Mighty God, we bless your name. We give you the praise, we give you the glory, and we give you the honor. We thank you for bringing us together, us three kings and other kings and queens that are listening right now, Lord. Lord Almighty, we pray for you to lead us in every part of this topic discussed, Lord. Lord, show us your definition of peace. Show us what it means to have peace, Lord, and show us how we can benefit from it and how we can grow in it, Lord Almighty, so that the purpose you made us for, Lord Almighty, that established peace, mighty God, will allow us to act accordingly in every situation. We know we are in a challenging world, mighty God. But the fact that you have put us here shows us that, Lord Almighty, the purpose you have will allow that peace to enlighten us and lift us on different levels in every aspect of our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray and thank you for your leadership, oh Lord. Amen. I would like to hear amen from the other kings as well, man. Amen, amen, amen. That's good. That's Woo! good. Kings, I know you. Sh I usually tell you to mute your mics here, but I'm gonna do a risky one. <laughs> Unmute your mics. Okay. <laughs> Unmute the team. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's let's go. go. If there's any interruptions, so be it. Mm. But come on, let's do this. Let's do do this. We're gonna we're gonna try this out today. Mm. Um, and so another thing we do as well is that we um also look at um scriptures um as a foundation for what um for what we're discussing um the one scripture 
I would like to focus on is Philippians 4 verses 7. I believe it's verses 7. And I shouldn't even be doing this off the top of my head, even though I know it by heart. But I need to quote this word for word as well. So let's look at it. So the scripture says that, um, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Yes. But the first part of that, I believe, is 4 6, which talks about uh, make all your prayers and supplications be made to known to God and his peace, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. See, the thing is, yeah, uh, my understanding of that scripture alone, Philippians 4, verses 6 to 7, is that there's a peace that can that is offered by the world and there's a peace that's offered by God. And the difference for me and for many believers is that the peace of the world is only temporal. So like, for example, you can watch a motivational speech in the morning by someone of, by someone, uh, by a normal human being. And if that motivational speech here is not based on um, the foundations of God, it will, there's only, there's only so much that it was only so much that you'll get. It's only so long that it would last as well. Um, you get hyped up, but then you'll find after a few hours or maybe even after a few days, if you're lucky, that it has, that it has that effect but when you get that peace from God, it is long lasting. It just lasts for for a lifetime. When you really find it, and the peace of God only grows. But it's but in saying that, I'm not saying that it's not good to listen to motivation. It's always good to get motivation. It's always good because it's all positive energy that wants to see the better in you. And God created us to be better. He created us to grow. What is growing? Growing is always increasing, and increasing means that there is progress. And progress means that you're doing something of, you're doing something fulfilling. Assuming that you are growing in something that is beneficial. And us three kings, we believe when we're talking about beneficial, we're not talking about oh, only what we do for ourselves. We're talking about what we do for others. We believe in who, he who is last is actually first. And the greatest amongst us is the one that puts themselves last. So mm -hmm. serving mm -hmm. gives you that fulfillment. Yep. And yep. serving gives you peace of mind. You don't Amen. live that lonely life at all. Mm. When you're just rich and you make do everything for yourself, you just end up rich, lonely, and disturbed. No friends, no nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you're helping others, there's a sense of fulfillment. There is, yeah. yeah. Because we're designed to work with others. If we weren't designed to work with others, we would have all lived individually on our own individual islands. But it's not like that. We're put together on purpose. Mm. Mm. But enough of that. Oh, no, I like that. No, I really like that. that. No, I love that. You know what it is? Like, it, because yes, that, I'm, I'm thankful you mentioned that scripture. For those listening, it's a very key scripture. Um, regardless of what version you're reading, it speaks volume to really not be anxious about anything, but Jeez, in sorry. everything by a prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your quest be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So powerful, powerful verse there for those who are looking. And I know many of those who are listening We've either come out of anxiety or depression or even facing it. Right there, that scripture there is so important and so crucial. It is. Thanks for that, Jermaine. Mm. It's, so, it's so true. What you just said is you hit the hammer on the nail. That's what it does. That's what peace does. Peace guards your heart and your mind. 
the heart is like the heart is so deep. That's that's the topic that we would need another another session to discuss. But when you guard your heart, you're protecting what you are. Because your heart determines what you do. It determines the decisions you make. And decisions you make determine where you go. So if you're not protecting the very source of your decisions, you're effectively making yourself vulnerable to anything tossing you left, right and centre. 100%. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to guard your heart. And the word makes it clear that guarding your heart yeah, is through your relationship with God. And even on a practical level, even if um, I love what Jermaine says, that um, he says it in most of our sessions, if you don't believe in God, God believes in you. Mm-hmm. And God does believe in you because mm-hmm. he's already given you the practical equipment for you to do the very basics without him. But it's with him that you enhance what he's put in you. So what I'm trying to say is that on a practical level, you can guard your heart by controlling what you let inside yourself, what you listen to, what you watch, who you hang around with. Mm -hmm. These are all influences that plant seeds inside your heart. Mm -hmm. But without further ado, let's, um, let's stick to our, um, let's stick to our schedule. Um, and we're going to go into what does peace of mind mean to each and every one of us in this top in this discussion right now. So, um, Jermaine, please mm-hmm. um, go first and let us know what does peace of mind mean to you, bro? Freedom. Um, for those listening, I want you guys, um, men and women, children, regardless of where you're listening to this in the world, ask yourself that question. What does that really mean as well? Take a minute to meditate on that. For myself, it really is freedom. That God's mercy and God's love, divine power, has believed me of worldly thoughts, the anxiety of where I shouldn't be, the fear of where I won't be, the fear of me reaching that low, the fear of almost putting so much pressure on myself. So it really is the ability to just feel free to be as you are because we are uniquely made. God made us to be the way we are. But most of us tend to lose our way because of what's going on in the world. So peace of mind is being free, truly free, and being saved. That's my definition for me. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> That's real freedom. I don't care how much money you got, bro. Like peace of mind is the real freedom. Real, That's real you freedom. Purchase, you can't. That's why you can't purchase, <laughs> wow. Mm. Yeah. That's it, bro. You know what? Before we seek anything before we seek any sort of materialistic thing, before we go after anything, we need peace of mind. Bro, I like that. It's freedom. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have freedom, where is it then? That means you're in bondage to something. Oh, yeah. Because... That's what I'm going to say. Even as as black men, (laughs) us growing up here, we're always chasing something. Oh, yeah. If it's not women, we're chasing cars. If it's not cars, we're chasing money. Mm -hmm. We're always chasing something, which means we're bondage, we're subject to something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Bro, 
Bro, what you said about freedom is deep, man. Mm. I don't think people understand how deep that word is. Oh, my days. Mm. Yeah, but I, mean, that, I, feel oh. like I feel like you've got a little bit more to add to Oh, that. of course, of course, of course. There's there's a verse oh, I, I, I kind of just had in my mind as well. Um, so, one, um, for those who have been for this verse, John 14, verse 27, says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not if the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. John thirteen twenty seven, And the reason why I say, and for many, especially regardless of your background and your beliefs, again, because it's open for everybody, that living is very difficult. It's very challenging. And most of the times, you're going to be occupied with all kinds of things that are troubling you. Most of you who read through this are going to skim through to the end of midway. Most of you are replacing you the benefits of your life that's going to help you prosper with absolute foolishness. What are you doing every day to exercise the peace you have within your mind? We're going to give it. We're going. We're going to get to that shortly. But let me pass on to Jason before I end, before we go. Listen, for those for those listening right now, right, and and, and the key thing about this is. Like, we appreciate and adore all of you because this is who we're doing it for. We want you to command and value your life just as much as we do. So this isn't us coming to you as experts or coming to you as, you know, as, as, as those who are high or high mighty. Not that at all. This is real experiences that many of us, if not 95% of you are experiencing. Love your life. Love your peace. Too much of you are holding on to things you don't need to hold on. That past relationship, that job you lost, the money you've lost. You don't need to like worry and overburden yourself with that thought. The peace that God gives you far outweighs anything that's holding you back. Let go. Amen. Release some fingers. Let go. <laughs> <laughs> she don't want you? Let her go. Lost that job? Cool. Let that go. He don't want you? Let him go. But wish it peace. Because when you hold resentment, that there is it's holding you in bondage. The moment you have anger and resentment, that's holding you bondage to yourself. You might as well dig up two graves. Hey, Jermaine, don't cross too much. In <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Jason, go on, 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 go on. Go on, Jason, go on, go on. <laughs> Jason, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> I want to get more oh no I, I i got it 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 <laughs> <laughs> no that's you know what yeah, that is so true and i want you to um please um remember to highlight let go because mm. let go is a key key element of peace letting go um and i'm telling you now no it's not until i got onto this um this discussion that i didn't start letting go of certain things Letting go, yeah, is the secret of receiving. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just think about that. Letting go is the secret of receiving. Someone's probably asking themselves, wait a second. Am I letting go, yeah, to receive? What if I need to hold? No, 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 no. Letting go is the secret of receiving. Mm-hmm. 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 You, can't, you can't get one thing because you're still holding on to another. Exactly, yeah. But I like that, I like that. And Jermaine, just another thing, Jermaine, Jason, boy, both of you, I'm not even going to lie. The scripture that Jermaine brought up here, remember when I said earlier on, 
Jermaine, you haven't finished. There's something I need you to think. There's something that you have to be said. This is how I know that God is in this conversation. I'm telling you. Amen. And oh, you yeah. would have brought the exact picture. I wish you could see my screen right now. You would have brought the exact picture. That I, that's my scripture. John 14, 27 is my scripture. It's the basis of even this discussion today. Mm, yeah, it is. It is. That it is. is my yeah, scripture. It is, the definitely. Whole John chapter 14, is my, that's my chapter. All day, every day. Wow, and the fact that you went and quoted that, it means that God has brought us here together, guys. Mm. I'm telling you. Amen. Amen. Two and times. That's why I told you to unmute your mics, because I don't mind if you laugh. I want us to be free flowing. Mm. I don't mind if you interrupt, because I want God to. I, I, I have faith here that God is controlling us in a way that everything will flow as it needs to flow. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, let's, 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 stick, let's stick in line, yeah? And let's go to Jason. Jason, you've had a lot of time to think. There's, um, the, the, the market's not saturated. There's still a lot of time. No. You know what, yeah? I've been quiet because this topic does speak to me. And all I'm doing is just remembering how I felt, not because of Corona, but how I felt last year. Now, I'm going to say this right now, and this is quite a simple um, scripture, but therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own, which is Matthew 6, 34. Now, when I was younger, right, I, I wasn't a Christian or nothing like that, but I used to practice this. I always used to say each day at a time. There's, if, if there's nothing you can do, there's nothing you can do. Worrying about it is not going to do anything. And to concur with what you've both said, for me, having peace of mind means to have life. Because you've mentioned it already. When you don't have peace of mind, it consumes you. Or that of which you are worried about consumes you. How many times have you allowed that to happen and you've become someone that you don't like? Or... You know, someone that, you you know, you can't believe that this is who you are now, you know, compared to who you used to be. Or, you know, you've realized, like you said, um, T, that you can't really move on because you're so consumed by that worry, whether yeah. that's the past or whether that's something happening in the future, you don't know. And, 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 and in order, like, what is, what is, like, God throughout the Bible is consistently saying, Lean on me, lean on me, lean on me, be steadfast. Lean on me, lean on me. And there's a reason for that. Because if you're, cons like I say, if you're consumed by something else, how much of you is left for the blessings? How much of you is left for the goodness, for the greatness, for the positivity? When you're consumed by worry, you, you become miserable. You become angry. When you're consumed by negativity, who who do you become? And this is why to say to have life, because you can be so consumed by by war or just not having peace that what does it affect your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, your spiritual health? There's a reason why God says these things over and over and over again. And when we look throughout the Bible, we can see people who. Um, who didn't focus on having peace of mind and, and allowed what they was going through to really just, you know, mess with them. You can see time and time again what that led to. 
you know, they, they may have been a bad person, but if they decided to, instead of worrying about what others are doing, they may have had a different story. It's like, always, like for me, I always say, and, and it's a weird, um, what can I say? It, it's a, it's a weird correlation to make. But when 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 I always think of this, I always think of Pharaoh, right? Pharaoh was someone, I guess you can say, in enslaving the Egyptians, he was doing what was normal. He was doing what was normal. He was doing what was normal. But for me, what led him, right, to, I guess, continue and be stubborn, and this is not exposing a word, but when I think about human beings, right, is that worry about, well, if he does let them go, remember T said about letting go, if he does let them go, maybe what would he look like? What would happen? And even when he said, okay, fine, he allowed himself, he allowed his mind to be twisted to the point where he said, no, I want to go after them anyway. So him not even having a peace of mind to be okay with his decision basically ended up in his death. And I know it's a weird correlation to make, but I'm trying to read in between the lines of the things that I read. And I always just think, when, you're, when you don't have peace of mind, you don't have life. That could be, then that's death in all aspects. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think it's, it's so important for us to work towards that because you, you don't want to look back and realize for six months, for one year, for two years, for three years, you were just consumed by that of which you're worried about. And at the same time, that what that worry even stops you from, you know, moving forward. It stops you from achieving things. It stops you from taking risks. It stops mm-hmm. you from even having a positive outlook on something. Just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's not good for you. You know, mm-hmm. that, that, that's a basic principle. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean you should walk away from it. No, yeah. walk. Walk towards it. Go. Let's see. Ask for help. Ask questions. Do you know what I mean? Peace of mind really does consume you, man. Even from the point of forgiveness, right? A lot of people, I think we mentioned this before, but a lot of people, when it comes to forgiveness, really do focus on forgiveness of others. Mm-hmm. But it's you who you need to look inside first because you need to be honest with yourself and accept and have that forgiveness for yourself. And it's you not having that peace of mind, you having that burden on your shoulders, you trying to be so strong on the inside instead of just admit the truth does a, a lot of damage to your body. There's a lot of people who are sick, not because... themselves that are not allowed say having a peace of mind means to have life with that life what do you have like jay said you have freedom i mean a lot of people say to try to try to live like a christian means you're restricted no it's freedom because you're free not to live your life the way the world says you should leave it you should you should lead it you're free not to feel inadequate because you might not want to do things that the rest of the world wants to do you can live your life you don't have to live by these rules that everyone else cares about you can just focus on the things you know you need to focus on. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it there. I don't talk too much. I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it. No, there. no, it's oh, that no, just no. just that verse you said there. I wanted to add. Um, you know, when it comes to like, um, pretty much, peace of mind being life. There's a verse from Romans eight, um, eight six, of saying, "For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace." Amen. Um. You know, and this, and again, for those those listening, this is 
this is irrespective of how you've lived or where you think you are don't feel pressured to be something you're ready for yet um and then sometimes the narrative we have when it comes to the way the world is this is worldly thing by the way guys just let, let everyone like those listening understand that worldly is the everyday pressures you have to be married by a certain age to have certain money by a certain time to have certain things by a certain time these are worldly almost attributes don't be wrong, it's all good to have amazing things for yourself. As Jason said, because you don't understand it, don't walk away from it. This could be the beginning of challenging yourself. But we want to cover that in terms of actions you can do. But um, no, it's a very good point you mentioned it, Jason, definitely. Yeah. I, 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 do you know what? I'd like to, you know, I support in what you guys said earlier as well, that you have to understand, right? A lot of these big millionaires and these big successful people, and we all aspire to be successful in the things that we want to do in life, a lot of them get to a point where they realise that in what they're doing, they're not giving themselves peace of mind. And there's, like you've already mentioned, there's an emptiness. There's something wrong. And this is why a lot of them decide to do either sell up and focus on other businesses where they can, you know, explore their why. Um, if you guys understand what that means, explore mm-hmm. their why, mm-hmm. refine themselves, you know, really do things that's going to create a peace of mind. Even if some people just focus on doing charity, there's a reason why that happens. Sorry, Jason, just, just okay. to explain to everyone listening what the why is as well, just so that, just for those that may not be familiar with it. The best thing you can do in life, right, when it comes to starting, um, definitely when it comes to starting businesses, but I want to say the best thing you can do for yourself is in any action you take, make sure there's a why, because that why is going to give you the strength that you may not even know that you have. Mm. That why to change something, that why to be something, and it's not even just about you, you see, it's about the impact that you're going to have on others. If you really want to change a community, you understand what about the community needs to change. And that passion is your is your driving force, that why, that why. When you don't have a why, you could be stuck. If you really want your, your relationship or your marriage or whatever you're, whatever you're doing, if you really want it to work, why do you? Because of what? Love? Because of sacrifice? Because of understanding? Because you care? It's that why that drives you to do to be the best for yourself so you can be the best for others. It's that mm. why that drives you to want others to be the best that they can be. Mm. Understand that. If you yourself don't have peace of mind, don't expect that. And this is just my opinion, but don't expect that to, to properly come to you and settle within you. Because you need to be able to think clearly and go on that path and not even be shaken to come off it. Because the journey is not easy. The journey is not easy. Again, this is why God says, be steadfast. Lean on me. Seek me. I am your strength. There's a reason why these things keep on being repeated, repeated over and over and over and over again. And I'll leave it there. Mm -hmm. You guys know how to leave people without words. And I guess, uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a speechless response, basically. Because mm-hmm. um, what you're saying, it makes one really think, and the fact that you're really thinking means that this is food for thought. Your 
you're feeding our minds and the fact and for me personally and i'm saying uh, and i'm encouraging everyone to do the same as well to really think about what's being said here um especially when jason went into the why as well because the why plays an integral part in securing your peace on your journey because if you don't know the why for what you're doing it's like you're heading aimlessly in the direction you're going but when you know why you're doing something especially if it's progressing towards something that you want to attain higher levels in then you won't let nobody mess around with your peace of mind your your, your state of mind um and you know what what you've said jason it's just the way it just flowed in with what your main has said as well it i'm sure it's really watered some seeds out there there's some seeds in people's hearts out there that just need a little bit of sunshine they need a little bit of rain and that's what both you kings are providing for them right now so thank you very much for that contribution tracing um and now even bringing it back to me so what is peace of mind for me peace of mind for me is everything you guys have said and is everything for me it just means like to have everything is peace and peace is everything it just means that like what you said jason it just means that sorry what you said jermaine it just means that you have that freedom that no matter what distractions or troubles or anything comes your way you still have the peace of mind to act accordingly or react accordingly Mm -hmm. and then jason what you said as well with the why it goes back to that that when you have peace of mind because you know why you're doing something and you know more about who you are or in our case who we serve we have that peace of mind but when we talk about peace of mind we talk about it on a spiritual level as well because we know that what we pray for is what is established within us and when you look at anyone that is truly seeking god for peace you will find out that the peace that's established upon them they can speak to you about it they can encourage you about it but it's a peace that's been tailored for them that they can't explain how they got it but they know that they got it and they know that the source of that peace comes from god amen mm-hmm. yep sometimes it can't be explained it can't no it can't be explained no it's an individual um experience and like Jermaine says the fact that god believes in you even if you don't believe in him is because you are someone you are something you are that much that he actually believes in you you know when you're watching a football game and you believe in your player so much like messi or whoever and you're like messi's gonna score messi's gonna score you believe in him and you're there you're, and then when messi don't score in the game your heart is down and you think the whole game was lost because he didn't score that's you believing in someone just imagine that's god believing in you like you know what you're living this life and you're sitting there and you're not scoring but god made you to score 
have made you to score. Treat each situation like a game. And even if you don't score in that game, there's something that you can always take away. There's something that you can always learn. And, and learning is as a form of peace as well. Mm. You accept the fact that, look, you may not win in one particular area, but even in the game, you've won in the fact, you've won in knowledge, you've won in wisdom, you've won in priceless, you, priceless acquirements. There's things that you have acquired during that process. You can never lose. It's always about seeing what you gain from things. Mm-hmm. Most money, yeah, definitely. Woo. So when it comes to when it comes to peace, yeah, based on what we've shared with you, like like like, like we're all saying, all of us say the same thing to you. We're not claiming to be experts. We're not saying that we have the answers. We're sharing with you something that we know from our own personal experiences and from the ex- and our own experiences include others' experiences, obviously from our perspectives, but we've seen it work with others. We've seen it work with ourselves as well. I'm telling you now, I'm not even going to lie. Even before this session, I was not at peace. I was not at peace. But even coming on here and hearing the kings here speak the word and speak here of significance, speak something that I know can touch someone out there. I know that this piece is real. I feel it right now. Mm-hmm. And when I say I feel it, it's not just a feeling that's, that's just like goosebumps and tingling me right now. I know when I leave here, yeah, it's going to cause me to do something to, to, um, in terms of progressing in my life. So just to recap, the verses that we looked at was Matthew 6, 34, John 14, 27, Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Um, and the one Jermaine said last was Romans 8, 6. So get, I'll say that again, Romans 8, 6, Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7, John 14, 27, and Matthew 6, 34. I'm telling you, even if you don't believe in the word, even if you don't, just take a look at them. See what they say. See what they say. There has to be some sort of truth to it, because everyone that meditates on it sees something. Mm-hmm. I highly encourage you to do it. Okay, okay. Nice. Beautiful. Let's stop for one more, these guys. Okay, I hope um, that you took the time to pause um, this session just for the moment, just so that you can give yourself a little bit of break, people. Um, right now, we're going to the second segment of our discussion, and the topic is what are the challenges for peace of mind? What can hinder our peace of mind? What is it that we have to face mm. to when or when acquiring peace of mind? Mm. And I'll put that question out there to Jason. The need to feel like everything needs to go your way. That's something I find definitely in today's world. I mean, I, I don't know if it's naivety i don't know if it's because people are gassed i don't know if um people misunderstand what what life actually is maybe because of how they've led their life up to that point but i think learning how to navigate yourself in storms and in troubles um is key like my favorite song in the world and it has always been before it became popular again a couple years ago was 
what is new edition can you stand the rain because that song no matter what you apply it to um relationship with god a relationship with yourself a relationship with others i mean understanding how to navigate that storm and still be at peace is 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 unexplainable i mean that that feeling is unexplainable but i feel like the way this world teaches us to be i mean and you mentioned um you know motivational speaking before t and it's amazing but you also have to have discernment right mm-hmm. because especially when it comes to not all of course but some churches where all they talk about is prosperity and you will have this and you will have this and you will have this that's a dangerous thing to keep on repeating 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 with no balance because you can teach people there you know you can teach people in a certain way and they can feel that they deserve this they deserve that they deserve this and when they don't get it what happens you know how 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 does someone behave how do they start thinking you know do they become resentful angry do they become quite spiteful do they fall out of love so i think that that to me is a key challenge just understanding just because you're not getting what you want doesn't mean any some you know doesn't mean anything is wrong and at the same time in order to get what you want you have to you know ideally create that it's not just going to come to you but i feel like it's such a big challenge in this world because i feel like a lot of people just want it without actually wanting to put in the work mm mm-hmm. mm yeah definitely yeah, that's true you know i I don't know if people have the ability to do that. Everyone does. In the same and in their different ways. But for some reason, I don't know it's because of social media. I don't know it's because of the, the subject matters in music and the imagery in the music as part of our culture. Um I don't know it's because we obviously are in a microwave generation where things happen and come quicker. Um I don't know but it, it could be a combination of all these things. I really do feel like one of the biggest challenges that we have is just being okay with not getting what we want today. Mm. It doesn't matter when it mm. comes, you I mean just work, just keep going. Mm. And I feel like that causes a lot of people, causes a lot of depression. Causes a lot. And I don't know if I mentioned it on this the previous pods or it might be just been a private conversation that we have that we've had. But I know a guy who was um he just turned 20 years old and he committed suicide because he felt at that age he should have a job he should have this many friends he should have a girlfriend he should have this he should have that and I think at 19 20 and you're dealing with those type of pressures I mean at any age that way you down can be a lot but at 19 20 and you're dealing with that and that's the decision you made all I can say is just wow wow just wow. Man, that's 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 sad, bro. Mm. And I'll say to anyone that's listening to this that has had to deal with someone um that committed suicide or you felt that yourself, I mean, whichever one it is, seek help. Seek help. There's no reason for you to allow whatever you're going through to destroy your peace of mind and make you make decisions that you shouldn't be making. Mhm. There is no substitution for peace. 
going to say that again. There is no substitution for peace. Mm-hmm. No one's life is perfect. And again, just because life isn't going the way you want, and I know some of you are going through horrible things or have been through horrible things, I empathize. However, there's always a way out. There is always comfort through the uncomfortable. And all you have to do is just be patient. Just be patient. Don't lose control. Understand this is all just part of the journey. Don't let it consume you. And you are not the only one going through what you are going through. Just make sure you always remind yourself of that. Always remind yourself of that. Just because, again, things ain't going the way that you planned, that you wanted, or that you felt you needed, doesn't mean it's the end of the world. It doesn't mean you should see yourself as a less dad. It doesn't mean you should even accept people who treat you as so. Mm -mm. Because a time will come where you'll be great. Mm -hmm. All of us were made for greatness. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. We're now going into our third session. It's been great because we've discussed what is peace of mind for each and each of us. And we've also discussed what are the challenges for peace of mind. So now we're going to look at the actions we are going to take for peace of mind. And when we talk about actions, we're talking about the practical steps. What can we, from our personal experience, on our spiritual level, what we can advise you, what can be done for peace of mind. And so I hand that to you, Jermaine, if you can lead us in that first. Oh, yeah. Those listening, you ready for this? Get this work. Um, so there are many applications we could kind of apply to our lives when it comes to sort of the practical things and actions we can take when it comes to exercising peace of mind. And I say exercise because many of us have to develop mental character, mental strength, and agility. Because there are going to be times where our life just throws us off guard, and there's things where it just brings us to our knees, and we want to give up and say, "You know, I'm done. I've tried, had enough. Can't be asked to do it." We have that. Um, so some of the challenges that we've kind of covered on, um, and I think the exercise I would get for most of us, even myself as well, is to identify what other challenges are. Self-awareness in any, in any way or area of growth is so key. Self-awareness. And some has been mentioned as well is identifying the happiness. Many people, you know, when you ask them and say, I just want to be happy. It's too vague. Be exact. Be specific. When you're exactly specific with what it is you want, you know what you can do? There's more of an agenda. There's the why that you can highlight, the why that you can identify as to why that is your happiness. Why you and why you believe that you should be able to attain it. So really having an agenda, something I've mentioned in, in the, in the, in the um, previous discussions that we've had is really having that agenda. Like, it's so so important to understand what is your life's worth and it does take time to understand what that is so this is why when i was saying about when it comes to doing things you don't enjoy or giving all the the sort of determination to to work on a job you don't like this is no way saying it's an embarrassment what you have is exercising gratitude what i'm saying is when it comes to this is don't think that doing what you don't like is going to give you that peace of mind 
it's going to drive you insane. It's going to drive you really, almost having resentment for life. So, regardless of what job you do, I'm thankful you, you're even in a position to even acquire money for yourself regardless. Regardless of what service you're in. The key thing I want to get into the action of is many individuals have the action or process of having a systematic routine to something that you're not necessarily happy to do. But when it comes to commanding that for yourself, it almost seems disillusioned. So some of the things that I would encourage those listening to do, get into the habit of reading. That's something I've, I'm always big on. Get into the habit of reading. For those who are Christians and really want to understand the Bible more, um, Bible studies are always a good way um, to, to pretty much get into it. Even just having time alone to read the Word and meditating and praying on to that as well. Um, finding those who you st- that you can speak to, I think, always have the ability to be open. Um, something we'll touch upon about when it comes to being, if you're feeling down or negative or even suicidal, speak to someone. Don't hold that in. Um, sometimes you find peace in actually letting it out. And speaking to someone who you know you could trust, whether it's counselling, whether it's uh, your family, whether it's a friend, whether it's someone who you know is very positive. Um, being around that environment of someone who's very positive and have a genuine love for life and passion could probably even influence you. Um, and yeah, meditation, definitely get into that. Prayer and meditation. Um, exercise your breathing. Exercise stillness. You know, we tend to overthink a lot of things. Um, and if it's not money... It's our parents. If it's not our parents, it's just the anxiety for the future. What it looks like, who we're going to be with, who we don't want to be with. Um, finances, assets, a lot of self-pressure. Reset yourself. Really reset yourself and understand that your life is worth it. It always was. Because God knew when you were born that when God made you, that God made us, our lives were always worth it. Don't give up so prematurely. Yes. Don't give up so prematurely. God bless those who give who who who've lost their lives to not having the peace of mind because of anxiety or fear or anything that's told them otherwise that they couldn't be more than what they can be. Yeah. And they couldn't see why they had to live. Regardless of what you do in life, your life is beautiful, it's cherished, it's amazing, it's special. It's rare because it's you. It's yours. So, those things I've mentioned, get focused. Command it. Have an agenda. Write it down. Get into prayer. Meditation. Reading. The Bible. Accountability. Speak. Be open. That's what I've got to say about that. I like that, Jermaine. I like that. I like that. There's one key word that really struck out for me as well, Jermaine. And that was the word reset. When you said reset, I think a lot of us need to do that. Our computers have been on, our systems have been on for too long. Oh yeah. You know when yeah. you're <laughs> overloading and there's too many programs open and they can't function. What the, what what what's the most common thing they tell you to do? They tell you to reset. Mm. And when you reset, it's still gonna have the same properties, the same applications there, mm-hmm. but it's just that it comes afresh. Mm-hmm. I like that reset. Definitely. Reset is very important for peace of mind. Mm. Just remember, that's our topic. Everyone listening, that is our topic. Peace of mind. And everything that my brothers are saying to you right now is for peace of mind. 
So please listen carefully to these words. Listen to them again if you have to. Take notes. I should have encouraged you to do that from the get-go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They say the note takers are the money makers, so that not money will make, but it's just the same. <laughs> so if you want to gain, just write it down, and when you write it down, go over it again, because these are really important words. Words are power, and that's why we're delivering our knowledge, our experience through words, because we know that the words will at least have an impact, and we're hoping that will have an impact on those of you listening. Think about that word, reset. Reset. Thank you very much, Brother Jermaine. Thank you so much. Always, always. Jason, can you let us know practical ways, actions to take for peace of mind? (sighs) The the scripture in my head, right? So, um, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast Mm. remember Mm. i mentioned that earlier because they trust in you that's isaiah 26 3 and even verse 4 if i remember correctly says trust in the lord forever for the lord the lord himself is the rock eternal Mm. i say all of that to say the best action you can take is to simply make peace with God himself because of what I've just read making peace with God even in vulnerability even in difficulty even in discomfort whatever it may be I don't think a lot of people realize how much weight is going to be lifted off their shoulders. I can talk from experience. I can tell you tears came from my eyes and I'm not a man who cries at all. I can still count on one hand the amount of times I've cried as an adult. So what, since 18? And that was one of them. The day where I truly said I want to give my life to Christ. I tried to hold it in. It went holding in. It said, now nah, fam, it's coming, it's going. <laughs> in front of what? I think there was maybe 15, 20 people standing up there who also wanted to give their lives to Christ. I mean, you didn't care who was around you. You just, I'll just say the spirit was moving. And the journey, right, is going to be a tough one. So you're not always going to, be perfect when it comes to reminding yourself about being steadfast, right? Believe me, there's going to be times where you might, where you're definitely going to fall. You don't want to leave that trust in this to God. You really want to take control and micromanage and do X, Y, Z. But at the end of the day, just make peace with God. Just make peace with who God is and what he represents. Mm. I'm not saying be naive and just say, our God will handle it and leave it. No, no, no. Our God is a God of action. So there's a lot that we need to do ourselves, right, to allow him to give us what he wants to give us. Yes. But you can't make true peace if you keep running away from the truth. And God is the truth. Jesus is the truth. 
through that reading, just like Bro Jermaine is telling everyone to do, studying, understanding, not just reading the Bible, but seeing it, um, reading in between the lines. And that's something I can't remember his name, but I remember listening to one pastor in America who actually said that, and that was such a profound thing. Because at the end of the day, finding peace is not just black and white, you know. It's really delving into what is going on, really understanding it and coming out on the other end. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to find a new, a, a new self. Let's be honest there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to be what you've been running away from. I know many, many, many people, and I did it myself. I was anti-faith. I was anti-everything. I mean, I know plenty of people who don't want to make peace with God and rather stay in a war mindset because they're mm. scared of the person that they will become because of what they feel they're giving up because they feel that's like their identity. Like, a lot of people, their identity is to be the victim. That's, that's a lot of people. That's their identity. They know how to play the victim. They don't know how to do anything else. They, ident- they, they, they know how to blame. They know how to um, vent. They know how to throw their emotions. That, that, that's, that's, that, that's them. But to make peace with God, or whom is going to remove all of that, and force you to look inside of yourself so he can work on the inside of you and truly bring peace to your life i know it's difficult i know i know it's difficult but it's something we all must do you can't get to a place of perfect peace you know how i feel about the word perfect but i'm going to say perfect peace if you're resisting no you're not trying to understand make peace with god and you do that through reading through prayer through asking people who have gone through it asking ministers asking the, like the people in your life who you know are going to give you that godly advice direction and understanding remember i say you you, you don't have to do things by yourself and you shouldn't we are all here for each other. We are all here for each other. Mm. Yes. It's not every single person that you need to speak about every single thing. We know this, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not every single thing that someone says that you must orchestrate in your life. Have discernment. That's, that's, that's a very big word. Have discernment. Yes. But truly understand what making peace with God is and how much that affects your life. If you don't want if you want to do something that doesn't align with God, just be honest. Don't pretend. Don't disguise it. Don't make it out to be something else. Just be honest. There's so much liberation in just being honest. Make peace with God. Because at the end of the day, you still have to answer for that after it's said and done, if you don't, it's just a downward spiral. And what happens is your heart gets hardened. And we already have to read the Bible to see what happens when that happens. In fact, most of us have been through that in our lives. So I ask you, 
just make peace with God. Be open, honest, vulnerable, transparent. Don't pretend, don't hide. No. And you will see how much of a liberation, how much peace comes to your soul. And it may sound strange to people who haven't gone through that yet. You know, it may sound strange to people who may not identify themselves as someone of faith. But it works. It works. But let me say this, it works if you allow it to. If you resist it, that's a different topic, but it works if you allow it to. No one else needs to understand, but you are the most important human being to yourself. Allow yourself to breathe. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to think. Yes. Have conversations with yourself. Mm-hmm. Look to God and find answers. Thank you, Jason. Thank you so much. You know what, Jason? (laughs) There's five words that describe everything you just said. And that is let go and let God. There you go. Let go and let God. Both Brother Jermaine and Brother Jason have said it. And I've said it as well. We're all holding on to stuff, or some of us are holding on to stuff that we just need to let go of. But when we let go of, what are we doing after that? We're letting God come and take control. Let go of stuff. Sometimes we even need to forgive ourselves for things we've done, Mm -hmm. things that are in the past. Oh, yeah. We need to forgive ourselves. We need to forget ourselves. When I say forget ourselves, forget our old selves. And we need to face forward for ourselves, our new selves. So forgive ourselves, forget ourselves, and face forward for ourselves. And that's that's in that's in reference to what Jermaine was saying about reset. Letting the old go. And letting the new come in. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, the message let go and let God. When Jason was talking, all I had in my head, right, well, all I had in my head was up on my spirit was um, the story of the prodigal son, which you can look up yourself. Um, and a lot of you will be familiar with already. And all I could think of was the father hugging the son. And that's God. He's he's there waiting to hug the son, the daughter. He's ready to hug you. He's just there. It's not a daunting. It may come across like a daunting experience, but it's not. It's just God's way of saying, I love you. And I want, and because I love you, I want you to be the best that I that I made you to be. And it's a personal Amen. experience that if you just give that opportunity for God to do, he will do it. Mm-hmm. And the fact mm-hmm. that you're listening to this right now is evident of that opportunity. 
you're not listening to this by accident. You're not listening to us by accident. We're not speaking this thing by accident. It's not coincidence, no. You're listening to this for a reason. Mm. Even me, the fact that I'm here right now, I might be here as a speaker, but I'm being blessed as a listener. And just like one of my mentors t um, has taught me, hashtag forever a student. Yes, I may know things, but I'm telling you right now, I am always learning. As long as you're growing, you're always learning. It's just like when you cut yourself, when you heal, that's yourselves. They're always regenerating. Everything about you was made to grow. It was made to always be learning. God made us to be growing. And understand right now that when you are listening to this, you're going to grow in one way or another. And I'm confident in that. The only reason I'm confident in that is because I know that God did not make us in vain, especially mm -hmm. to be talking and discussing things and to be able to share this with you. And we only share it with you because we believe in you. For otherwise, we would have kept this to ourselves. We believe in you. For those of you that don't believe in themselves, start, start to at least say to yourself right now, or ask yourself right now, why does someone that don't even know me believe in me? Mm -hmm. That's because we know that the one that knows you believes in you and he knows you better than you know yourself so thank you Jim and thank you Jason for sharing that um, I believe it's on to me now about actions to take for peace of mind um, I would simply use one word and that is to withdraw sometimes you have to withdraw from everything mm -hmm. Yeah. Just to sit back and withdraw. Withdraw from the world. Just withdraw. Just have that time to yourself. See that silence you just heard right now in that pause? That's what you need to hear. And even if you can't hear that, find it. It's possible to find it. You just need to withdraw. And the reason why I say withdraw is because it will take you away from the um, things that we're all talking about and the challenges, the distractions of this world. It will allow you to think, it will allow you to hear yourself. You can even take notes, you can even, um, you can even record yourself on video or audio and speak to yourself and listen to yourself back. You'll be really surprised at what comes out when you withdraw. Because withdrawing yourself is... Uh, you know what, the reason why I even said withdraw is because I took the example from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ often used to withdraw. He had a busy life. In the three days of sorry, the three years of ministry that he had, he used to be teaching, healing people, people in front of him left, right, and center, but he would withdraw, regardless of how how many people needed him, regardless of the sick people that were after him. He used to withdraw. And I'll just, I'd just like to share something really quickly. I'd just like to read something, um, an extract from um, a Bible plan that I was doing on the Bible app called YouVersion. And it basically talks about Jesus and how important withdrawing is. And whether you believe in Jesus or not, withdrawal is a practical step that any of us can take in order to have peace of mind. 
We see Jesus withdrawing in order to work through tragic news, such as when he learns that, he, that his friend John the Baptist has died. He withdraws to gain insight on important decisions, such as which men to call to follow him. He withdraws so that he can simply pray. He withdraws to enjoy time with his closest companions. He withdraws as a means of teaching his disciples the unparalleled value of rest. He doesn't wait until his mission is accomplished before he rests. He doesn't wait until someone sanctions a few days off for him. He doesn't even wait for an official Sabbath to dawn. When he senses it's time to withdraw, he just goes. Powerful. And enough, there's just one more part to that that I want to add, and then um, and just one more part, then we then I'll be done with the extract. When we finally do withdraw, we can take courage from the fact that Jesus saw fit to withdraw too. Following suit, we too can leave the prevailing busyness that tends to run our lives. We can leave the quote people with needs. Who threaten to implode if we really do go? We can leave the stuff of preoccupation preoccupation in favor of the peace we so desperately seek. We can do all things because Jesus did them and because he was showing us how to live. Poets say he withdrew to be reminded of his heavenly home. I say he did it to show us what a um, rhythmic life is like to show us that divine rest is not an obligation but an invitation so if someone as great as jesus can withdraw to be at one with himself how much more us and i'll leave it as that as Mm -hmm. food for thought like that yeah Definitely, yeah, definitely. Oh, you're yeah, 100%. For those listening as well, um, how important these, these, these discussions mean not only to share with what you're listening, but for each other as well. Because um, like Brother T said, the, the, the beauty is not only to, to kind of speak about this, but also to listen as well from each other. Um, and just to kind of elaborate more on everything that's kind of said and from even past discussions we've had is expect things to get better for you. Because they are. Um, mm-hmm. And all of us, when we mention the things we're saying not to do, is because we too have lived that. We've been in jobs and done jobs that yes. we don't like. We've been in things that we felt didn't really make sense to us. Some things that have challenged us as well. But, like, but the greatest trend of the greatest gift that you could do for yourself right now is taking massive action on that piece of my mind. Massive action on developing what you think your purpose is. Massive action on letting things go that don't make sense, that are harmful to you, to your mind, to your character, to your spirit. Massive action yes. on needing help and admitting I need help. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not wait, not be where you are financially. It's okay if you have many children. It's okay if you don't have children. It's okay if you are not where you are physically. It is okay because God made you beautifully. Right. Mm. That's 
Right. I love it. I love it. Right. We working. Right. We working. So those listening. Brother Jason, you got <laughs> um, Brother Jason, you anything to add to that before we round up? Just one more thing. Um, I keep it. I keep it short. Keep mm. it short. Um. Choose to love yourself. You know. Mm. Choose love. Find love. Stay away from hate. You know. Try to stay away from bitterness. It it it's so important um, for our just for our general health. Just trying to stay away from things that really eat us up from the inside, because um, it's not going to lead us anywhere. Nowhere, nowhere special. Nowhere that we need to be in the first place. As Jay said, surround yourself by love. Surround yourself by happiness. But not only that, be that yourself. Give that yourself. It's easy to ask to receive, but be that yourself. Mm. Sometimes you'll find what you yourself being that way will allow so many great things to come to you. To be that yourself. And I'll leave it there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm. And that's and that's what we encourage. I so like that because we're always in, we just want to encourage you to be true to yourself. And the only way to be true to yourself is to be one with yourself. Take that time to get to know yourself. Don't take time to know anything else or anyone else before not know without knowing not knowing yourself. So in other words, know yourself and you will know everything else. And we believe the best way to know yourself is to know your God, know your maker. We highly encourage you to do that. And we, you know what, brothers, I'm so thankful for the advice um, and the words um, and the seeds you have sown into people's lives right now. Because, I mean, it's in, it, it, you can't even put a price on any, everything that you've shared um, with everyone in this discussion. I'm really grateful to you, and I pray that God continues to bless you. Um, and you most importantly, sorry, guys. Um, yeah. Um, thank you. I'm, I'm thankful for you. And most importantly, we're so grateful for all of you who are listening to this as well. We only want the best for you. And we also want to learn from you as well. So please, if you've got anything to share, send it to us. If you've got any testimonies, send it through to us. Details are in the bio. It's in the description. Send it through to us. Our Insta, Kings in Faith, you can find us easily. Find, find us there. We just hope that you're blessed by this message. Um, thank you for listening to us. We are kings in faith and we are out. Till next time. Let's go.